Welcome all to Healing Hearts. I'm your host Anu. First of all, thanks to all my followers for your kind support throughout this self-love series. In this episode, I'm going to talk about self-compassion. If self-love is to eliminate the path to resilience, fulfillment, and a deeper sense of well-being, then self-compassion is central to this journey. Self-compassion goes beyond self-acceptance and this transcends into gentle understanding, kindness and forgiveness towards oneself. It is not only essential to understand self-compassion but also to follow in our daily lives. What is self-compassion? Self-compassion is treating yourself with the same warmth, care and understanding that we readily extend or offer to our friends or loved ones. It involves recognizing our own suffering, acknowledging our flaws and responding with kindness rather than just judgment. In our lives, we come across many situations and tough times and we often try to criticize and be hard on this one person who is none other than ourselves. Imagine you've worked hard on a project but one small mistake, it just slips through. What would you do? Instead of acknowledging it as a part of learning process, what you do is feel embarrassed for not being perfect. Does your inner voice ask you, how did I miss it? How did I not see this? Do you remember the time when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and what do you think? Do you immediately focus on your perceived flaws? Instead of appreciating your body for its strength and resilience, you criticize yourself based on some societal standards and think you're not good looking. I'm fat, I need to go on weight loss plan immediately and, and, and so on. Every time you turn your rejections and personalize them, that's when you fail to practice self-compassion. You receive a constructive feedback at work and instead of viewing it as an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for change, or even an opportunity to communicate what you think, instead of doing all these, do you internalize it? as a personal attack, questioning your competence. When you encounter a difficult situation in life, does your inner dialogue turns harsh? Why me? Or maybe I'm not good. Shouldn't you be offering words of encouragement? 
you engage in self-critical thoughts undermining your confidence here. You can experience challenges in relationship instead of recognizing that relationships evolve, all relationships evolve and they do have ups and downs. Do you immediately internalize your difficulties as a reflection of your self-worth? All these times, exactly, exactly when you put yourself down, when you, when you turn your emotions down, when you feel you are inadequate, unworthy, and when you push yourself to the limit and neglect your well-being, this is when we fail to practice self-compassion. So, how can we turn the table and start practicing self-compassion? You can cultivate self-compassion in three different approaches. One is by being kind to yourself. Two is through connectedness and understanding common humanity. And three, finally, through mindfulness. Let's look in an order. Being kind to yourself or self-kindness. Imagine a dear friend of yours going through a tough time. Would you berate them for their struggles or would you offer them with comforting words? A gentle hug telling them you are there. And many a times we fail to do this to ourselves. This is exactly what you need to do to yourself. Think about whether it is you or it is just a situation that is temporary. In moments of difficulty, acknowledge your pain. Acknowledge that this is beyond your control. Recognize its universality. And then offer yourself with kind words. This simple ritual can really be a powerful anchor. Allow your mind to observe the thoughts but with no judgments. This will definitely set a tone to cultivate self-compassionate mindset. And use all the opportunities whenever you achieve a big win or simply get through a challenging day, take the time to acknowledge and celebrate your accomplishments. Recognize your efforts and progress along the way. I wanted to quote a simple scenario. <clears throat> During my childhood days, I remember I used to solve those mathematical theorems in high schools and sometimes I wouldn't get the result. And I used to think that I would fail the subject because I haven't done it right. But surprisingly, I passed the exam. And when I checked the exam paper, I saw my math teacher gave me marks for all the steps I had derived correctly until to the point where I made a mistake or error in my derivation. And when I asked her, she said, I had to give the step marks to all the steps until you were right. This is exactly what we need to apply in life. 
If you have to achieve a goal from A to Z, then all your steps may not be correct. You may have to retry again. But appreciate the progress until you have tried. Appreciate the progress that you have taken that first step. Appreciate the progress that you are not procrastinating anymore. Appreciate the progress that you're doing it. And when you're trying, try to avoid perfectionism and understand that mistakes are natural part of growth. The second approach is practicing common humanity or connectedness. It is very, very important to understand and recognize that all human beings, all human beings, we share common experiences, struggles and emotions. So be empathetic because empathy allows you to connect with the experiences of those around you. It will allow you to foster a sense of common humanity. Always do active listening when someone is interacting with you, when they are sharing their emotions, when someone is saying about their life situations, truly pay attention to their words, their emotions and non-verbal cues. You'll be able to build a deep, deeper understanding of shared human experiences. Acts of compassion can bridge gaps reminding everyone of their shared human experience. Sometimes, embracing and celebrating the diversity of human experiences, culture and backgrounds can give you this great wisdom of common humanity. Recognize that our differences contribute to the richness of our shared human story. Everybody goes through some kind of pain at some point in their lives. So it is a very, very natural process. Take time to reflect on the emotions you share with others, whether it is joy, sorrow, or hope. Recognizing common emotional threats will reinforce the idea that we're all navigating through the human experiences together. Finally, mindfulness. It is just not a buzzword. Mindfulness involves being present in the moment without any judgments. It allows us to observe our thoughts and emotions with a balanced perspective. Don't just get carried away by them. View them as passing clouds in the sky. Mindful observations help create a distance from negative and self-critical thoughts. We can even approach our inner world with curiosity and openness. If you have the habit of journaling, reflect on your thoughts, emotions and experiences. Write without any judgments. Allow yourself to express and observe your inner world. What your mind has the words for yourself, has the words for your emotions. Infuse mindfulness 
into your daily routine and small moments of awareness. Pause and take a few mindful breaths, especially during moments of stress or self-criticism. Remember, embracing self-compassion is a transformative journey. It is one that requires patience, practice and commitment to nurturing the most important relationship we have, which is the one with ourselves. The more you cultivate self-compassion, you will slowly open up yourself to the reservoir of strength, resilience and an unwavering foundation of self-love. I'll see you in another episode of Self-Love Series. Until then, stay kind to yourself. Bye from Anu.